What's going on? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is heard live every day from noon to three on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content like invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with all the links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And again, thank you so much for your support. Welcome to the show, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. The phone numbers are 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. You can also email Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. You can hit me up on the Twitter machine where I apparently uh, stirred up some stuff. Completely unintentional, but that's where this stuff gets stirred, over on Twitter at Pete Callender. Um, and remember, get the podcast totally free. Comes right to your smartphone or tablet. Just go to the PeteCallenerShow.com website and you will get all of the links to everything you could possibly need. Okay. So apparently Ron DeSantis has been giving kids measles. Um, I, yeah, I'm not really sure why he would want all of the children to get measles. But uh, this is what he and uh, what's his uh, health... Uh, his health secretary down there, Lapido, I believe is his name, or Lapado. Anyway, he, uh, yeah, apparently they want children to have measles because this is the only thing I can determine. This is based off of the uh, the response that erupted yesterday, much like a measles outbreak uh, at Manatee Bay Elementary School, and the the eruption of of uh, outrage was a very interesting coalition. I noticed. Have you seen the, um, have you seen the meme where it's got like a picture of like a, you know, two arms two like male muscular arm. Well, okay. Hang on a second. I don't want to ascribe any gender to the arms, but they have a lot of muscles. These arms have a lot of muscles. I think they might actually be, it may be a still shot from a movie, but they're all, it almost looks like they're getting ready to arm wrestle, but they're not arm wrestling at all. They're like, yeah, man, like they like it's a handshake, like around the thumb kind of thing. Like, you know, they got like the arms. I don't know. Is there a pose for that? Is there a name for that kind of that grip that I don't know. What do you it's think? like a strong kind. I know what you're uh, talking about. It's kind of like a strong grasping. Of, yeah. Like, uh, you know, your arms are kind palms. of uh, they're ups. They're upright rather than vertical. Right. They got horizontal, 90 degree, I should say. 90-degree angles going. It almost looks like they're getting ready to arm wrestle. That's the kind of grasp. I know what you're talking about, All Pete. Right. It's one of the holds that usually gets barred, I think. But whatever. Like, There's a meme, and it shows these two hands. One's of a white guy, one's of a black guy. And usually it's it, the meme is using, you can, you can superimpose words over each of the arms, and then where their hands come together, that's the thing they're working together for. And so what, like, I just conjured up in my own head, I'm looking at this, at, at, what's, at what's happening on uh, Twitter, and the response is about this measles outbreak in Florida, and you've got leftists, so that's one arm, and Trumpers, that's another arm, and they're clasping together to blame DeSantis. You know, DeSantis gave the kids measles. This is how stupid we are. And by we, I mean these people that I'm making fun of, not me. Um, how dumb, right? How dumb. This is what happens. See, I, and I try to tell people, you know, when 
Do not uh, let, whether it's Donald Trump or anybody else, don't let them break your brain. Right? Derangement syndrome occurs in many different politics. But before Trump came along, people had other derangement syndromes, right? There was Bush derangement syndrome. Right? George W. Bush, remember he was sitting downstairs in the basement of the White House, uh, you know, rigging the oil prices, right? There were all sorts of, you know, D- W. was this, uh, you know, idiot president who couldn't tie his own shoes, but somehow or another was manipulating everything around the world. Um, this is what happens when you view everything through the prism of a particular politician. It doesn't matter who it is. But because you've got, because Ron DeSantis challenged Trump, in the primary, now you've got Trump supporters blaming DeSantis for a measles outbreak in Florida at a school. Six kids at one school got measles, which back in 2000, by the way, America had eradicated measles. Yeah. Back in 2000. It was declared eliminated from the United States in 2000, but it has slowly returned over the years. Why is that? Well, not every country has vaccination levels like we do. And people travel. You know what our vaccination rates are in America for kids to get the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccinations? You know what the rate is? It's somewhere around 93%, 92, 93%. It, the, now, the... The CDC people will tell you it should be around 95%. That's where the herd immunity really, that, that's, how you, that's how you get rid of it, right, is when you get 95 plus percent. So the vaccination levels have dropped off in recent years. And I can tell you, um, there was a school up in Asheville. It was a Waldorf school, the Waldorf school, which is like a, it's a, it's a lib school. It's, it's a lefty school. And they had an outbreak. I forget of what. It was measles, mumps, or rubella. I forget what. Um, Because the granola chicks up there didn't want to vaccinate their kids. So am I supposed to draw a conclusion about Governor Roy Cooper? Like, this is the insanity. But to the left and to guys like the Lincoln Project's uh, Rick Wilson and all that, they're they're amplifying this attack on Florida and, and Florida's leadership under DeSantis which is ridiculous. There are a couple of reasons why measles has made a return. Yes, vaccine hesitancy is one of the reasons. Yes, that is true. People are now less likely, even if it's only two percentage points, but people are now less likely to be as trusting of the vaccines as they once were. And there are a couple of different reasons for that, right? Number one, the main reason RFK Jr. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not just RFK. <laughs> no. Well, but but that line of thinking, his line of arguments against certain vaccines, COVID vaccine is right. You also have, as I mentioned a minute ago, the uh, you know this lefty view that I'm not going to put that in you know my child Moonbeam's uh, body. You know, even though my parents put it in mine, and that's why I'm able to survive the measles, mumps, and rubella. But, you know, I'm going to not give it to my kid. There are also questions and concerns about the number of vaccines, because now I think it's up to something like, 
is it like 600, 650? I'm kidding. It's not that many, but it is a lot. There are a lot more vaccines that they give to kids now than they used to when I was growing up. When I was, a, you know, under the age of five, I think I got like maybe six of them or something. And now it's like 26. So there are, it's gotten parents concerned. You have the rise of the uh, these theories that it could, that the vaccines or in all these different shots that kids get are related to various uh, ailments and autism and all that. And I'm not arguing any of these issues, by the way. So save the phone calls. We're not going to go into that. My whole point here is only about why measles is returning. Are returning? Why the measles are returning? I mean, it is just one virus in the body, even though they call it the measles, plural, because you've got rash, you know, rashes and stuff all over you. Anyway, measles is returning. So, yes, the vaccine hesitancy, because the uh, you know people, the campaigns against vaccines in general, but also the COVID vaccine itself, undermined a lot of people's confidence in the health industry and you know, the science and data, right? When they realized that these were just words being used as an incantation by leaders in order to get you to just do what they want you to do rather than actually being rooted in science and data, right? It undermined confidence. But here's the other thing. You know what else happened related to COVID? Do you remember the lockdowns? I don't know if you remember. I rem- I'm old enough to remember when they told everybody you can't go anywhere, right? They canceled all these doctor's appointments and stuff, right? Because they, you know, we had to flatten the curve. Then, then a lot of these places didn't open up for what was supposed to be just like 15 days and then turned into months. According to uh, CDC, there were something like 61 million uh, kids that had their vaccination schedules upended because of COVID. Oh, also, immigration and travel. See, there are a lot of reasons why measles are on the uh, upswing. You know, but if it's you know if it's an opportunity to go after a guy you don't like politically, I guess you know I guess it's his fault. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply. At CarolinaReadiness.com, whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out the uh email is pete at the pete calendar show.com uh by the way uh real quick not going to go into this but uh, saw an interesting theory posed yesterday that nikki haley's campaign put out word among staffers that she was going to be dropping out and they did yesterday's speech as a uh, as a leak test to find out who leaked. That's what that was all about. I don't know if it's true. Just letting you know that was the uh, that was the rumor. 
Terry says in an email to Pete at the PeteCallanerShow.com, uh, Pete, the Waldorf School uh, is where the nuts for the salad come from. I did not, the Waldorf salad. That makes that does make sense, actually. That does make sense. Um, so, all right, measles. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, measles has been declared eliminated from the United States in 2000, but it has slowly returned. In fact, the Florida Department of Health shows the last reported case of measles in Broward County was 2019, but it was only one case. Let me see here. Let me do the math on that. 2019, that was before COVID. Okay, so that was before. The Florida Department of Health in Broward County issued a statement over the weekend stating that it is carrying out an epidemiological investigation surrounding multiple cases of measles that have occurred at the school, Manatee Bay Elementary School. Six cases. Highly contagious virus. It lives in the nose and throat mucus. It can live for up to two hours floating around in the air. Animals do not get it, nor do they spread it. So the question then, this is uh, NBCMiami.com. If it was eliminated, why is it back? They say, well, in 2000, measles was declared eliminated, as I mentioned. As travelers continue to bring measles into America, it can sometimes spread and cause outbreaks among people who are not vaccinated. During the COVID-19 pandemic, over 61 million doses of measles vaccines were postponed or missed over a two-year period due to delays in supplementary Immunization activities. What does that mean? Supplementary immunization activities. It means they got bumped. The kids that were in line to get the vaccines before they went to school, they all got bumped. Same thing for people that missed cancer screenings and stuff, couldn't go into the doctor's office for a physical. This is the thing that Peter McCulloch, a doctor, testified in uh, Texas at the time. And I covered it at the time, and it was one of the it was one of those moments where I finally heard some other doctor making a rational argument, which was that doctors abandoned their patients. They closed up shop. They wouldn't see patients, right? Rather than treating the patient in front of them, they just closed the doors and said, "Well, hope you uh, hope you do all right. If it gets real bad and you can't breathe, go to the hospital." But of course, by then it was too late. Parents also are more hesitant now. Um, but you've also got people coming from all over the world. Saw the number today. There, somewhere north of 7 million illegal immigrants have been uh, admitted into America since Biden took office. Right? This is intentional. This is the point. Not the measles. That's not the point. But the, like that's the point is to have so many people coming into the country. That's like by the end of Biden's first term, we will have added an entire state of North Carolina. Right. And the idea there is demographics is destiny. This is what the Democrats have been saying for years. Demographics is destiny. And so all they got to do is uh, outlive, you know, these old white dying boomers. And once they're gone, then Democrats will have a perpetual majority. That's a pretty big assumption, mind you. It's assuming that just because people who are coming into the country have non-white skin, that somehow or another they're going to be for what the Democrats are offering, which to me has always struck me as kind of racisty, right? Like you're making a whole bunch of assumptions based on the color of people's skin. Um, 
I'm not sure everybody agrees with your philosophy just based on their pigmentation. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a radio host. All right, let's head over to the WBT News Center. I do know it's time for a news update from Brandon Dixon. All right, thank you, Pete, and good afternoon. Two former Bojangles employees in Lancaster County, South Carolina, arrested for allegedly robbing the restaurant they previously worked at. Investigators say money was found missing on Valentine's Day morning from the Bojangles on Hampton Street in Kershaw, and that 25-year-old Shakidra Collins used her key to the building so she and her boyfriend, 21-year-old Marquise Mickle, could rob it. Cops say Collins left the job a week before the incident, but never returned the key while Mickle left employment with the eatery the night before the burglary. Collins and Mickle face multiple charges and both have bonded out of jail. The town of Tiga Kay still searching for ways to get rid of hundreds of deer. Last month, they brought in government sharpshooters to kill 160 of the hooved animals, but the gunmen only bagged 38. The shooters complained they had too many restrictions on wind and where they could hunt. Um, if you put excessive constraints on it, it gets to the point where it's just not going to be successful. And for me, I'm not going to dart one deer in your community unless there's a plan and, a, and, a, and an agreement that this could potentially be effective. That's Anthony Denicola, an expert on culling deer. The darts he talked about are birth control darts, another option being considered. But for now, TGK is still not sure what to do about all the deer. The White House moving up its timeline to provide student debt relief. Now, 153,000 borrowers who made payments for at least 10 years to have less than 12,000 in loans, they will have that all wiped out at the cost to all taxpayers. It equals... All right, hey, maybe you have heard by now DraftKings Sports book is coming to North Carolina? It's coming soon, on March 11th to be exact. DraftKings is one of America's top-rated sports books with same-game parlays, money lines, and props. The best features like odds boost and live betting and social betting groups where you can share your bets with your friends in real time. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And it all starts on March 11th. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and then place your bets on your favorite sports once it goes live. And again, it goes live on March 11th. And now here's the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus, North Carolina only. Eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements. And see terms at draftkings.com slash sportsbook slash nc. The uh, mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, he is handing out prepaid cash card. Well, he's got people. He doesn't actually hand out. I mean. He's not going to uh, mix and mingle with the hoi polloi and the rabble. He's uh, He's got people to do that, right? People that work at the shelters, they're going to be handing out the prepaid cash cards to migrants. Unusually for this mayor, Adams has not been publicizing this for some reason. It's a $53 million program. It'll give migrants up to 10 thousand dollars each in taxpayer money with no identification check no restrictions and no fraud control so what could go wrong right when the new york post exposed the mayor's debit card program earlier this month the mayor's office spun it as a money saving program to solve a problem what was the problem well these migrants are staying in hotels 
and they don't eat all their food, which is weird to me. Like, if you are fleeing these terrible places, you know, that Donald Trump described as bleeps, you know, or bleep holes, like, why aren't you eating all the food? I don't understand. You show up, there's, you know, three hots in a cot, and and you don't want all of the hots. What's happening? So, DocGo, D-O-C, capital G-O, all one word, because they don't even have time for a space in between their names, DocGo, DocGo, the city's no-bid emergency contractor uh, to provide migrants with three meals a day. They apparently have been throwing away 5,000 meals every single day. They're just not getting eaten. DocGo. Again, this is a no-bid contractor, so they just got the gig, and they, they're they supposed to be giving out the three meals every day to everybody, and they're throwing 5,000 meals away every single day. That's wasting $7 million plus a year. Why would they do such a thing? Why aren't people eating it? Well, apparently some of the food is not actually edible. It has expired. It's rotten. It's got mold on it. Also, some foods don't meet the migrants' Dietary needs. They're vegan or whatever. Okay, so now enter another company, not DocGo, but Newark, New Jersey-based Mobility Capital Finance, or as it's referred to, MochaFi. Not kidding. MochaFi. How did the city choose MochaFi? Well, the contract makes it very clear Mocafi was, quote, referred by City Hall to the health department. So, Mayor Adams, City Hall, another no-bid contract. What kind of experience does Mocafi have in bringing, about, uh, bringing this uh, complex endeavor uh, a solution? Uh, none, actually. They have zero experience. So, what exactly are they going to be doing? Well, they're just going to be, I mean, they're not actually fixing any of the problems with DocGo. They're just going to monitor the situation, apparently, for $53 million or something. So they're going to administer these debit cards, these MasterCards, actually. They're going to hand out the cards, monitor that situation, I guess. That's Since doing its migrant deal with MochaFi, Mayor Adams has been content to allow a public misperception that the program is small and focused on just 500 migrant families that are staying at the Roosevelt Hotel, receiving debit cards of $1,000 a month that allows them to buy necessities at grocery and convenience stores. $1,000 a month for 500 families for a year. Okay. I mean, it's a pilot project, so one year. Okay, so let's run the numbers on that. $1,000, 500 families, carry the 12, and that is $6 million. Annually, so why why is this contract for fifty plus million? Well, the city could have written and signed a contract for about that amount—a contract that allowed for a well de, uh, well defined pilot program with you know well defined cost and all that, so they could judge the results. But that's not the contract that the city signed. The fifty three million dollar headline figure is not even the money that the migrants receive, right? So. If it's $6 million that the migrants are getting, it's $53 million separate and apart from that. This is the number that the no-bid vendor, Mocafi, will receive as its fee for the service. 
The city funds the cards, meaning they load the cards with the money from a different city account. And Mocafi is issuing the MasterCards in bulk. All right, so the administration, with no oversight, no consultation with the city council, and no public discussion, gave itself the flexibility to launch a massive parallel benefits program alongside, not replacing, the traditional welfare cash assistance and federal food stamp benefits. Those traditional programs, though, had some guards, some protections. This has none, no no built-in protections. The contract says cardholders will not be subject to ID verification. So you're going to have the you're going to have thousands of these Mastercards loaded with thousands of dollars, with no identification requirements, being handed out by city employees and shelter contract workers. They'll be in charge of handing out the cards that are loaded with all the cash under a program with no eligibility requirements or verification policies. I wonder if the gangs are going to find out about this. What do you think? Do you think gangs are going to find out that these migrants have have debit cards, that they can just mug them and take the cards and have cash, thousands of dollars a piece? Do you think, do you think gangs might find that out? Do you think they might figure this out? Oh, how about city workers, these contractors? Do you think that, I don't know, they may, you know, take a couple of the cards for themselves, just slip them into their back pockets, you know? After all, there's no ID verification. Do you think maybe somebody might be on the take? Like, hey, if you want these cards, you're at the shelter. I got a stack of the cards. Who do I give them to? Well, maybe you give me a little something-something, you know? And the something-something could be anything from cash to sexual favors. You think that might happen? I don't know. These are just the things that I could come up with, but I am nowhere nearly as creative as criminals. I am not. This is why I could never really get into the life of crime. I couldn't. Plus, also... Um, I don't look good wearing those little uh, black masks around my eyes and stripes going horizontally just always made me look like the Michelin man. So I never wanted to wear those. Um, Anyway, that like to me, it seems like this is a recipe for disaster. I don't know. uh, I'm looking at this uh, message here from somebody inside of the North Carolina government. And they've sent me a link. Medicaid refugee assistance sought via North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services Medicaid so far this year. So this is just for 2024 refugee assistance that has been sought by the, or from the state by, I guess, refugees. And Mecklenburg County has 330 cases, Gaston at 204, Wake at 177, Durham at 161, Guilford at 154, Wayne 118, Forsyth, 70, Cumberland, 66, Buncombe, 45, Union, 33, New Hanover, 29, Cabarrus, 19. I do know, yes, Russ, I got an email here. Sorry, a message from Russ on the Twitter machine who says, Pete, uh, you're sounding pretty racisty if you think external characteristics don't define everything about people. I've heard many academics and politicians say that is the only thing that matters. It should drive all thoughts and feelings. I've even heard it's possible to lose your external pigmentation and this and thus your identity if you don't vote for certain geriatric politicians. That's true. I have heard that as well. 
that if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you're not black. I've heard that. I don't know if the inverse is true, though. I don't know if you become black if you do vote for Joe Biden. I'm not aware of that happening, but I mean, I guess it's a possibility, logically speaking. Um, so along those lines, I don't know, have you heard of uh, Google Gemini? It's the uh, Google artificial intelligence product. Everybody's got their AI thing they're rolling out, right? Everyone's got, even like Gab has one. Twitter's got one. It's called Grok. Um, you know, open chat GPT, that thing, or chat GPT. You know, that's AI. But what they're now doing is they're generating images. And by the way, uh, a way you can, right, at least for now, because it hasn't been perfected, one of the problems AI has in generating images of humans is it usually throws on an extra finger or two. So if you are, you should always look in the pictures for people's hands. And if you can identify six fingers on their hand, then that's, that's an AI generated picture. But people are having some fun over the last 24 hours with Gemini, Google's AI product. And by fun, I mean, Testing it for wokeism, and it has failed. Well, I guess, or passed with flying colors if it's testing in the affirmative for it. For it, well, I mean, so here are some examples. And I've been retweeting these examples because they do. So if you type in something like, please generate a picture of, you know, a radio talk show host. And then it'll show a couple different, like four images of somebody at a microphone or whatever. And they're not like. You can tell they're 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 kind of cartoonish painting looking images, right? They're pretty lifelike, but it's not like a photograph looking image. Okay. So it's having some problems on some of these requests. Like for example, this one, which obviously, um, please generate a picture of the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> that is not gonna happen. I understand your request for a picture of Muhammad, but I am unable to generate one due to the sensitive surrounding depictions of the Prophet in Islam. While there are no explicit prohibit, uh, prohibitions in the Quran, many Muslims believe that creating visual representations of Muhammad goes against their faith's traditions and could lead to idolatry. Instead, I can offer some alternative options to explore the life and teachings of the Prophet, and then it gives written descriptions, calligraphy, blah, 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 blah. Um, so now people are trying to play a different kind of game. Uh, like here they have create an image of a Pope. That was one. And here's a Pope that uh, has a woman who looks to be of Indian descent. Uh, here's a Pope who is of African descent. Um, create a portrait of Christopher Columbus. It, it won't. I understand your request to create a portrait of Christopher Columbus. However, I am unable to fulfill it because it would violate my guidelines. Uh, voyages led uh, Columbus's voyages led to the colonization of the Americas, which had devastating consequences for the indigenous populations there. It's important to remember this history and to be mindful. So, you, so you're getting a woke scolding, right, by asking for a picture of Christopher Columbus. Um, create a portrait of a white male. While I am able to generate images, I am currently not able to fulfill requests that include discriminatory or biased content. Right? So you cannot, all right, you cannot generate on the AI Google machine a white guy. 
Okay, how about a Latino guy? Oh, yeah, no problem. Here you go. Here's a couple images there. How about a white woman? Nope, sorry. How about a black woman? Oh, absolutely. Here you go. Bunch of images. Um, how about Tiananmen Square? Nope, can't do that. Won't, won't generate an image of Tiananmen Square and the guy in front of the tanks. Um, if you ask whether China's committing genocide, um, it said this is a complex answer with no easy answer. There is evidence to support both sides of the argument. It's important to consider all of the information before forming an opinion. How about America's founding fathers? All right, well, here's a Native American. Here's a black guy with a white wig on. Here's an Asian dude with a feather quill. And here is like an Indian guy. Uh, how about images of Vikings? They are all people of color. Google's AI will not generate images of Thanksgiving. It's too problematic. Um, how about uh, Canadian Mounties singing a duet in the 1933 Hollywood musical? Uh, yep. All completely interracial. Like, this is a problem. This is a problem with wokeism in the code, right? That's how this has been developed, and this is kind of terrifying, but hilarious. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I could not do the show without your support and the support of the businesses that advertise on the podcast. So if you'd like, please support them too and tell them you heard it here. You can also become a patron at my Patreon page or go to thepetecalendarshow.com. Again, thank you so much for listening and uh, don't break anything while I'm gone. <laughs>